Hello, love. Welcome to Floating on a Cloud podcast. It is the feeling you get when you are connected to your divine guidance. Sarah Sparks interviews guests to share their story on how listening to their divine guidance positively changed their life for good. Let's make listening to your divine guidance an everyday occurrence. Hello, loves. Welcome back to Floating on a Cloud podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Sparks, and today we are connecting with Harley Monty. He is an intuitive, clairvoyant, healer, and transmedium. Jewish mysticism and shaman. Uh, shamanism are ongoing beliefs in his continuing spiritual development. We connected last week, two weeks ago even, and I am so excited to introduce you to him and hear his story. So hello, love. <laughs> Thank Hi. you. Thank you for coming on and, and going to be talking about your own divine guidance and your own journey. And I'm super excited to hear more. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be with you. Yeah. So have you always listened to your divine guidance, your inner wisdom? Talk to me about a time when you weren't necessarily listening. Uh, that's most of the time until I came to a realization. Um, you know, it, it, it's a very hard thing when you when you fall into spiritualism like I did, uh, not knowing anything about it whatsoever. Um, you you doubt quite a bit. You know where you where's this coming from? All the questions that I still get from people today. Okay, like how do you do this? Uh, I don't know. You know mm -hmm. that that's my answer. But at the beginning, it, I I really doubted it. But um, what happened was I was going through a really rough time in my life when I fell into spiritualism. And that happens quite a bit. Okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to see a Sunday night service for a spiritual church. And um, there was uh, clairvoyance after the, after the meeting, okay? after the, uh, the service. And the guy got up and he says, can I speak to you? And I look around. He says, no, you, you. And um, then he started telling me things. There's no way he could know, okay? Mm -hmm. And that's what started my journey. And, but there was a time when um, I, I started teaching about three or four weeks after I found out I was a spiritualist, okay? That I had this ability, okay? And then, but a couple of years later, I broke my leg and I was in the hospital and I called up and I said, I can't teach my class tonight, I'm in the hospital. And whenever there was a situation when somebody was, hospitalized or sick, I would always run to help. I, 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 you know, send energy, I work with crystals, I do whatever I did. Nobody came to see me whatsoever. And I said, well, if this is fellowship, I don't want it. And I put away my crystals and I wouldn't meditate. And I went into what I call the, the five worst years of my life, my black period. Okay? Mm -hmm. And it took somebody to say to me, you know, when you talk about spiritualism, you light up. Why don't you go back to it? And I said, no, I won't. And he said, yes, you will. Mm -hmm. And he called up where I was teaching and he said, he, he gave me the phone and I said, hi, uh, I want to come by and start to teach again. Well, sure, come by. I'm not teaching tonight. You could take my class. <laughs> and I have not put down my crystals since. And that's when I started to decide that I have to listen to it. Because I always used to say, Okay, my spirits are not here for me. They're here for everybody else. And when you come to the realization uh, at the end of my black period, okay, 
when I started working again, I, um, I was at a conference and somebody came up to me and said, somebody told me to ask you about how I can bring shamanism into my practice. I don't know who he was at all. I had seen him in my class in the morning, you know, uh, and he says, uh, so I told him how he could bring it in, not knowing what he did. And it wasn't important what he did. My spirits were telling me what to tell. Like mm-hmm. I say, I'm just a ventriloquist dummy. Okay. <laughs> they put the words in my mouth. So uh, he says, okay. I said, I have to go. He says, well, how much do I owe you? I said, make a donation because, you know, I can't take money at their conference. So he says, well, how about an exchange? I said, oh, I love exchanges. Nobody ever gives me readings. Okay. <laughs> I hear so, you there. <laughs> so uh, he says, why are you so unhappy? So I said, I'm not unhappy. I said, 35 people in my workshop this morning. All my sessions are booked. 300 people for a demonstration, a trance demonstration. Hey, I'm in my glory. He says, don't lie to me. Why aren't you happy? So I said, well, there's a family situation, okay? And it's getting me down. And I'm not, you know, I'm not happy. So he says, good. So he says, so why don't you take care of your diabetes? And I said to him, and I, I swear on everything I believe, I said to him, the real words were, it's my suicide pact. If I die from diabetes, my wife gets the insurance money. And then I said, oh my God, what did I say? I've never even thought of anything like that. And he said, why don't you ask your spirit guides? I said, don't start with me. My spirit guides are here for everybody else. They're not here for me. That's an abuse. He says, listen to me. Why don't you ask them if you can help me? If they, if they can help you. And I said, oh, that's a, that's a novel idea. And I said, okay. And I took a couple of deep breaths. It doesn't take long for me to go into trance. I start hitting the side of my chair with my hand, which is a sign of Richard, my, my joy guide. Okay. Um, he was an autistic child who died in a fire. I adopted him when he came through one night uh, in, in a trance demonstration and people chased him away because he was a child and had nothing to say. I said, you can't do that. I said, he's going to be my guy for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And he said, and he said, well, it's about time he asked. If, if you know, we've been waiting for him to ask for so long. He says, of course we're going to help him. He's helped so many people in spirit and helped so many people in physical. How can we not help him? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I just started to cry when he mm-hmm. said, I'm his spirit guide. If I'm not doing a good job, okay. I'll stand down, let him pick somebody else, but I will never leave his side. Mm-hmm. And that just cracked me up and mm-hmm. it changed my whole life. Mm-hmm. Everything that was causing the blackness just sort of disappeared. It's like, it's like you know, when you see the clouds over this overhead mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the wind comes and blows them away and the sun comes out. And sometimes there's even a rainbow. Mm-hmm. Yes. And rainbows are a good thing. Mm-hmm. Rainbows are a sign. And we're constantly giving, given signs, okay, from, from spirit, from, from reality. Mm-hmm. And there's, I once heard somebody on the radio at Halloween say that Halloween is when the, the veil between the two worlds is at its thinnest. I got news for you. It's thin every day. <laughs> spirit communication is easy. I mean, I'm trying to put myself out of a job by teaching people how to do it for themselves, to have an understanding of what's happening around them so that this world would be a better place. Mm -hmm. We can overcome any negative vibration that's out there. What do you think makes 
I like, so I had the belief that no one would ever want to pay me to channel for them, to teach them how to listen to their divine guidance. I was so wrong. Now I support my family doing it. And you had the belief that your guides were there for someone else, for, for everyone else, except for you. What do you think makes us believe that stuff? Like what in the world is going on? Proof. We have proof. The more that you do, the more that you will see, the more, the more affirmations, no matter how long it takes, okay, mm -hmm. for you to get an affirmation. I used to go to Halifax quite a bit, okay? And I did a reading for a woman, I think it was eight years before she called me back, okay? And mm -hmm. she says, I don't know if you remember me, you did a reading for me. I, I said, no, I'm sorry, I don't remember. So she said, um, well, I, I told all my friends that you were you weren't so good, okay? Mm -hmm. She used another word, but I won't use it on the recording. So anyways, she's, so I said, oh, well, thank you very much. You know, I could have used the extra business when I was there. And she said, and so she said, you don't, you don't understand. I'm calling you to tell you that I'm apologizing to you because everything you told me came true. And I started to remember who she was. The filing cabinet opened up, you know, because I can't keep that all in my head. I'd go absolutely crazy. And so uh, she said, well, my husband left me like you told me he would. My brother went to jail. Mm -hmm. My son got sick. Every, and I remembered it was one of the worst readings I ever did. Okay? <laughs> but that, I had to wait eight years for an affirmation. I'm sorry she had to go through it. But messages work in two ways. Either you're here to inform people okay, of things that are happening to calm them down, to make them feel better. You know? But it's also to give warnings. Sometimes, you know, we work by four criteria. And the four criteria is the law of karma. That doesn't mean that if you killed 14 people in your past life, you're going to have a terrible life this time. It just means that what you have to go through in your life, you have to go through, and nobody can actually interfere with it. The law of nature. The law of nature says that if you live in a garbage dump, good chance you're going to get sick. Somebody holds a gun to your head and pulls the trigger, good chance you're going to die. Okay. <laughs> Fourth, the third one, and I don't know why it goes in this order. Uh, it's something I read umpteen years ago. Okay. The will of God should be first. Okay. God wants something to happen. It's going to happen no matter what you do. Okay. And then the fourth one is, okay, the good of all. And the good of all says that if you have $5,000 and you go, go if, you, if you have $5,000, you're going to buy a car. The car is $3,000. Maybe the guy who's standing behind you needs that car more than you do because you can find another one and he only has $3,000 in his pocket. So whatever you do, whatever you, however messages you give, it has to be for the good of all. You can't, you can't say something to make somebody else's situation worse so that your client's situation would be better, mm -hmm. okay? But the more that you do of this, the more you see the things that happen, okay, based on what you tell people, you can't not believe. Mm -hmm. And that's when you really start to feel yourself to be the true spiritualist that you are. Mm -hmm. Because it's, it, you know, we can say you have to develop it. Yes, you do. But it has to be there. You can't grow a tree unless you plant a seedling. Mm -hmm. And the seedling is in each one of us. But it's up to us to cultivate it, to make it grow, to, to trim it, to, to, to take the fruit and enjoy the fruit of it. 
-hmm. So, you know, money, money basically in my belief, okay, is yes, my time is worth something, but it's also not so not that I'm abused because quite often you'll have people that will attach to you. Okay. Yeah. Transfer. It's, it's and money is a, I feel an energy exchange as well. Yeah. Like I like, like, yeah. you know, you want to do an exchange with me? No problem. I'm happy. <laughs> you know, barter system, you know, whatever you want to call it, but you know, it's, it's, it's something that I can't just forget about. It, it has to, it, you know, it, it, it has to have some value, not for me, but for the person, mm -hmm. because when you're, when you're charging $25, people say, well, how good can they be? You charge a hundred dollars. Some people might say, well, it's too much, mm -hmm. but what's, what's the happy medium, you know, mm -hmm. to use the medium word. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, you don't know, but it's, it's just to keep things rolling in a proper way because otherwise you become overburdened and you burn out. Mm -hmm. There are so many people in this field. Mm -hmm. Okay that burn out. Mm -hmm. I was yeah. one, once doing uh, public uh, clairvoyance and I wanted to go to a woman. She said, no, I don't want it. So I said, well, why not? It's a good message. Mm -hmm. Okay, you're going to be, I don't want to hear it. I've been working, lo looking for lost children for the past 10 years. Okay, I, I, I don't want to know from spirit anymore. For you to, to achieve that, okay, it's that... It's not that people are necessarily abusing you, but that you're abusing yourself by not putting value and understanding to what you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. What happens? I'm, side note, before I go into the next question, thank you for sharing that. I People are starting to come to me now asking me how they can design their own spiritual business they must see something in me that I've designed my spiritual business. So they think that I can help them. <laughs> and I'm like, I am not a business coach. I'm here to teach you to lead with your soul and listen to your divine guidance, but I'll share with you what I've learned and truly putting value, knowing the value that you add to this world and also valuing yourself are two things that I share with them. Um, it's things that I had to learn. And when I'm not valuing myself, um, you do, you do feel like, um, you're pouring out more than what <laughs> you're filling up and, and, um, yeah, so I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you shared that. So thank you. But you know, um, you, you use the word coaching. What's another word for coaching? I mean, type, type it into Google and ask for, ask for, uh, similar mm -hmm. words. Mm -hmm. And word one of the biggest words that comes out is teaching. Mm -hmm. So if you don't like the word coaching, you're teaching. Mm -hmm. What do teachers teach? They teach what they learn, mm -hmm. right? So if you learn something and you want to share it with somebody, okay, that's good. That's mm -hmm. helping to spread the light mm -hmm. because we all are bearers of the light. Mm -hmm. We're all here, whether, whether we came down as star children, indigo children, if we came down as angels without wings, whatever you want to call it, there's no new ideas. They're all old recycled <laughs> ideas, okay? We're here to help the world. Mm -hmm. And so if you're doing that in the work that you're doing, then you're fulfilling two of your prime objectives in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. What happened? So you shared an example of when, okay, so you weren't listening. Um, when, like, what have you seen? Where has it led you? What has happened when you 
start listening? What, how, how does that feel when you are tuning in and listening and that sort of thing? Well, without calling it cheating, my business changed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I use my, rather than use my physical feelings, I use my intuitive abilities. Mm-hmm. I look at a product. No, I don't want it. Yes, I do. Okay. Um, my, my life has changed and my relationship with people has changed. Um, when you start to apply it to life, it has no choice but to evolve to something that is a much more positive situation than what it was before. And people have trouble with that. When I tell people things are going to get better and they say, well, it's not so bad right now. I said, yeah, but if you follow the yoga philosophy, okay, and I don't know if you do yoga, okay, but if you follow the yoga philosophy, it's not how well you did today. It's how well this practice is going to allow you to do tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the lessons of life. No matter how ugly it looks today, okay, it can, or how good it looks today, it can always be better. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, that's what we're, we're here to help people with. And then yoga is a great example because I look at divine guidance like a practice. And I say to my clients and those that I share it with is practice equals progress. And, but you have to practice it. And just what you, you were sharing well it's it's like you know when people go exploring because people explore right Mm -hmm. people want to find a better way not everybody it depends on your numerology okay and number six is the true explorer number okay Mm -hmm. but you know i use yoga as the example okay you can watch somebody else do it you can read a book but unless you get down on the mat and feel the energy moving through your body in all the different positions you don't understand yoga So it's the same thing with, let's change the word yoga for life, okay? Mm -hmm. Unless you're involved in life, unless you're doing the things, and I bring a lot of experiences of of my physical life, my business, my family life, I bring it into my readings, okay? Because we're we're here to be spiritual, but to bring the spiritualism into the physical, not to drop the physical and become somebody sitting on the mountain going home all day long. Mm So, you know, this this is important. You have to experience, you have to do in whatever level you do it. That's what you have to do. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. I love it. (laughs) I I know that when we were talking, um, uh, when we initially just met a couple of weeks ago or whatever it was, uh, I can't, I can't remember. I feel like the time just has like gone by, but it also feels like, (laughs) or, or just like stand still. So I don't know. Um, but, um, you were sharing that, you know, when you're teaching in classes and stuff um, and you would give someone homework and they're like, they didn't, they wouldn't do it. And then they'd come back and want that instant gratification. I know when I was starting to teach my e-course on how to listen to divine guidance, people would come to me and say, well, I took the course, not, nothing happened. <laughs> and I'm like, did you practice? Like you're supposed to like this is like five weeks, not like five minutes, <laughs> like, like take a week to explore each step and understand and understand what's stopping you. And like, I was like, go through all the, all the questions and try living it and, and experiencing it and practicing it. Um, that's what I did. I just stayed curious. And someone, a client asked me uh, last week, what do you mean by curious? Cause I'm not I'm not necessarily a curious person. I'm not always like, Har- Harley, what's going on? Like, what's going on in your life? I'm not like, I'm not curious like that. It's more like, 
there's something within me that I know I can tap into and I want to figure it out. That's what I meant by curious. And that's what I invite anybody to do. Would you say like, how, how would you, how did, how did you address the, the students that would be like, nope, I didn't do any homework. <laughs> you know, how would you, what would you share with them? Okay. Uh, I, I've said it a million times and I hope to say it another million times before I pass. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Clairvoyance. Any aspect of, of spiritualism is like playing the piano. If you go to the piano and you play chopsticks, all you're ever going to play is chopsticks. But if you go and open up a book of Bach, after you practice a thousand times, somebody might even pay to listen to you play. And that's that's the whole thing. If you're not going to develop it. And when I started, okay, not knowing anything about this whatsoever, I had never sat in a circle. I was always fascinated whenever my wife and I would hear about a, a clairvoyant. Okay, we'd go to the clairvoyant, Mrs. Rosen, and this one and that one. And, and you know, no, nothing ever came of it. But when I got so involved in it, and I started going to seances where people were getting thrown out of bed at night, and, and, and people were having this problem and, and sickness, and, and just like holding my hand over somebody and letting them feel the energy, okay? With, it, it's just, it was just so amazing. I, I couldn't stop. I wasn't satisfied with Bach. I wanted to go to Chopin. I wanted to go, to, I wanted to learn Shakespeare. I wanted, I want. I just want to learn and learn and learn and do more. And, you know, with our society, the way it is today, we're so cluttered with so much, okay? In our personal lives, in our work situations, I have a friend across the road. He tells me that in the olden days, when he used to send out an email at night, okay, he used to get a response in the morning. Now he gets a response at nine o'clock at night. We don't have lives anymore. Our whole life is, is, you know, trying to move ahead in the business world, whereas you have no idea, okay, how well you will do in the business world if you work on the development of your spiritual beliefs and understandings. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like I remember watching a movie once where they had a, a football team and they brought in a, a, a ballet coach, okay, to teach moves to the to the to the football players and they all laughed at it but when they saw the difference they made in their running and their ability to move it away from somebody who was coming to tackle them okay it, then they understood it mm -hmm. so why not bring this into our lives and allow it to work for us and when we work for ourselves okay there's a shedding of energy okay the energy goes to our family it goes to our friends and it goes out into the universe. Mm -hmm. And God knows there's a lot of darkness out there and we have to bring light to the universe. Mm -hmm. This past each month, I'm not big into sending out emails to my email list because I personally don't like receiving a whole lot of emails. So I'm in an agreement with Spirit. I'll send out one email a month to, to my email list. I was like, so what should we be sharing with the group? Um, this this month spirit and spirit's like don't do a video and it was just sent out um i sent it out the first tuesday of the of the month and i was like um so what should we send out this month spirit's like don't don't send out a video i want them to visualize and step into the vibration of love and so it took them through this whole visual visualization of love and the energy and the experience and feeling and then they took it 
and then spread it out, let it, let it um, seep into every crevice of their home and then neighborhood and community and town and state and country. Um, and then I had them step out, um, visualize themselves stepping out um, of the planet and then like looking back at earth and still allowing that love to spread and then turn around out and look out into space into the whole universe and just let it, let it spread. And spirit says, well, that was 53 seconds of love. I think we've done our job. <laughs> and I'm like, how cool is that? Like whether it's a hundred people, a thousand people, whoever ends up opening it and doing it or whatever happens. Um, I was like, that's pretty cool. Thanks, Spirit. <laughs> I, I don't want to co uh, contradict Spirit, mm -hmm. okay? But I, I use something that they call white light, God's mm -hmm. divine energy. Yeah. And you could put colors to it, pink for love, blue for healing, green mm -hmm. for joy. You put a tint to it, mirror for protection. Mm -hmm. there, there's all sorts of ways to use it. And, and people would tell me, you know, yeah, you talk about this white light. I don't feel it all the time. And, you know, I... I Ask my spirit guides, well, what, what's wrong with this? What am I doing wrong? And they said, well, you know, it's a belief mechanism. And when you're being attacked by a situation, your belief mechanism in white light sort of goes down because you're concentrating on this situation. So I said, okay, so what do I do? So said, Just tell people, you know, you substitute white light for love. Okay. Okay. Just say to them, dear, dear God, as you know that God to be, Okay, put your white light around me or your love around me and keep it there until the next time I ask for it. Mm -hmm. And that way your belief mechanism is that it's always there. Mm -hmm. For sure. Uh, yes. So 53 seconds just went out to 53 mm -hmm. years, please God. Yes, oh yeah, for sure, yes. Uh, sometimes people um, forget and just stepping into that energy is always too <laughs> so how do you know the difference between a thought that you're thinking and the thought that you're receiving i have um many clients who always ask me that and so i love asking my guest that to see what how how do you know well i get a little dizzy i sort of feel like i'm going into that no i'm just joking <laughs> i warned you about my sense of humor it's a little <laughs> shamanistic okay uh actually it's very very hard to tell the difference okay but if your belief is that you are inspired by spirit, then every physical thought that you have has that little tint uh, of spirit in it. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you're, if you believe so strongly in, in, in positivity, in, in, in love, in, in life, then everything that you think of, everything that you bring out is going to, is going to have that in it. And so it's not really important. As I said before, we're here to live a, a, a physical life and bring the spiritual into the physical. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's like that veil just completely disappears. Mm -hmm. It becomes one. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, that's what we're really meant to be, is one, with, as you, I'm sure you've heard people say, one with the universe. Well, yeah, the universe includes heaven, mm -hmm. includes all the spirits includes all the angels okay mm -hmm. and as long as you're working on the higher levels of that universal energy okay which if you want to compare it to to electric okay you have 110 
okay? Which means people can have control over you. You're not a very strong energy because there's 220, okay? And if you're in a relationship with somebody who's 220 and they use that energy in, a, in an improper way, your life can be hell, okay? And then there's 550, 500, or that would be your boss, maybe, or your mother, you know, we always have to blame mothers, okay, or, or somebody else who has a, a stronger power over, over you. And then there's nuclear energy. And nuclear energy is the world energy, the universal energy, okay? Mm -hmm. And so that has control over everything in our lives. For example, Second World War came along, unfortunately, okay? And, and people had to go to war to fight, to fight. So they weren't able to live their karmic path. It was overcome by the energy of the world, okay? And so, you know, we have to try, if we bring that nuclear energy to a higher, more clean level, non-polluting, then our lives will be better. Everybody's lives will be better. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about utopia. I'm not talking about paradise. I'm talking about just a better place than what we have now. Mm -hmm. mm. What would people be experiencing and what would they be feeling in that better place? The better, <laughs> you use the key word, they'd be feeling better. Mm -hmm. They'd be able to do more. They'd be mm -hmm. able to accomplish things. They, they'd be able to spread the love energy that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. It's there, we just have to use it properly. We have to use the tool. Clairvoyance is a tool, okay? Psychometry is a tool. Reading people's energy is a tool that we are allowed to use in order to build a better home. Mm -hmm. Home could be body. Yeah, yeah. It could be the family unit and mm -hmm. it could be the universe. Yeah, for sure. I had searched and searched to find a home forever. And once I realized that my body was the home of my soul, that search for my external home was like, well, I'll just go wherever I need to be at, you know, at the moment, but yeah. So just yeah. to take it a step further, it's your home, okay? Mm -hmm. a, a tortoise shell is the home for the turtle, mm -hmm. okay? But you can't pull in your head and your arms and your legs and your tail mm -hmm. and use it as a, an escape, as, as a, a way of, of closing you off from whatever danger is coming. Sometimes you have to face danger and you have to prove through your energy, your beliefs and your understandings that you are stronger, okay? It's like the Starship Enterprise. The Klingons are shooting Pluton torpedoes, okay? Captain Kirk, I don't know if you're a Trekkie, okay? okay? <laughs> no. Calls for the shields, okay? Mm -hmm. To protect the ship, right? And then eventually Scotty, who's the engineer, calls up captain, captain, you have to put down the shields. We don't have enough energy to move the ship. We become paralyzed, mm -hmm. okay? So rather than protect, deal with. Handle the Klingons before they shoot that torpedo. <laughs> sure. Uh, yeah, we have a, I was part of a Fem City conversation yesterday about um, finding clarity. And when you're talking about addressing addressing those Klingons, as, as you're just saying, but like addressing the issues right away, um, when people are searching for clarity, it doesn't have to be like this this monumental moment, or maybe even this like I have to take a whole weekend away. 
the group and I were talking because we're all spiritual in some in some sense and we practice our our different tools and our different uh, mechanisms I guess you would say and we each decided that it's the day-to-day moment-to-moment connection that we have that keep uh, keeps us in a state of clarity versus you know going out of that vibration going out of that awareness and then continually go, coming back and searching for it. Do, do you find, is that what also you were, you were referring to just now is like- Bring the moment spiritual moment. into the physical. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. have them as two separate things. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what unity is all about. Yeah, okay? for sure. So don't run to spiritualism or go into the tortoise shell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Face it, overcome it, and it will give you the essence you know, I always say, I don't know how much you know about uh, uh, Canadian geography, but you, I'll change it. You can't get from Montreal to New York on a tank of gas. And that's why they built these hot shops along the, the, the freeway, right? Mm-hmm. And so what is it? Okay. It's people say, oh, you're talking about short-term goals. No, 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 no. Talking about achievements. You get to the hot shop. Okay. You pull in, you say, wow, look at that. I took me an hour less than usual. I didn't get a ticket. I feel fantastic. I'm going to get to New York in time to have supper with my friends when things open up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what, what do you do? You go in and you buy Starbucks coffee. You come out, you take a pee. You, Tim Hort, uh, mm-hmm. Montreal, in Canada, we use Tim Hortons. Starbucks coffee. Okay. You come out and you fill up your tank with gas. If we take the word gas and translate it into French, it becomes essence. And if we play with the word essence, it becomes essence. So by looking at your achievements, you got there an hour and less time, you feel fantastic, okay? When you look at your achievements, no matter how small they are, it fills up your tank with gas and gives you enough to get to New York, mm-hmm. okay? Because otherwise, you're going to stall out, okay, at the end of one freeway and before you get the other one because you're not going to have any gas. Mm-hmm. So you have to stop. You have to fill up your tank. You have to look at your achievements, no matter how small they are. Not all of us can be president. Not all of us want to be president of the United States. Okay. But whatever little achievement, even somebody smiling at you when you open up the door for them. Okay. Gives you what you need to fill up a bit of that tank. Mm-hmm. I love it. Fill up your tank. I've got lots of little statements that I've, I've put down. One is power and the proof. I'm trying to, I'm just uh, pulling out some, some phrases of yours. So I know how to label this and title, title our talk for the podcast and feeling, feeling, filling up your tank. I like it. Um, Where has listening to your divine guidance led you? Well, it's frustrating. It's not exactly where I want it to be. One, because I do sometimes let my physical life overcome my spiritual it's an ongoing lesson that I have to learn. Um, I, you know, um, I was, I've been sick on and off for the past 15 years and I haven't devoted myself in the way that I should. Um, but, you know, I do my meditations and I, I, I try and do as much work. When I work, it gives me energy. People say, must be draining. It gives me energy. It, it's healing for me, okay? Mm-hmm. Because when I start, I say, dear God, Give me your healing energy so that I can help so-and-so overcome their problems in the physical, emotional, and spiritual levels. So I'm in that energy. I can't help. We were talking about shedding. Can't help but 
that, that absorb it. So, you know, I, I, I'd like to do more. I'd like, you know, in the same respect, I do have responsibilities, okay, in a physical sense, okay? So I can't just, you know, uh, you know, throw myself on a, on a corner with a sign free readings, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, it, it's, it's changed my life. My life is good. Like, you know, from, from the days of when I said, okay, that, you know, diabetes was my suicide pact. I mean, I've come a far way. Yeah. I overcame things in that five-year period that were, I could have lost everything. Mm -hmm. But thank God, thank God people you know, stood by me, supported me. I was able to support myself. You know, we, we're, not, we're not meant to work as a, as a soul unit, okay? We're meant to work as, as a group unit, shamanism, okay, mm -hmm. the tribe, okay? Mm -hmm. So, you know, the more that I help people, the more, the more I get helped. And, um, you know, life is good. Could be better. You know, as I said, it could always be better, but I'm happy with, with it the way it is, you know? Yes. Well, wonderful. Any final advice that you have for those who are looking to have what I would call those floating on a cloud moments, those connection to spirit? It's not hard. Try it. You might like it. Don't look for, you know, um, instantaneous gratification. You know, when you, when you do a meditation and you don't get anything, maybe things aren't set up right for you for that day, okay? Maybe you don't know what you were feeling. You know, I, I, I wrote an, uh, an article on um, Jacob's Ladder, okay? And God sending messages to us down Jacob's Ladder. And, you know, he doesn't use the post office, okay? So we have to be able to read the signs. And sometimes the signs are on the side of the road and we don't even notice them. Okay, because we've got that tunnel vision. Okay, I have to do this. I have to do that. But we don't realize that there's so much around us that could help us to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's how spirit works is by sending us signs and messages. But if we ignore them, okay, we're never going to we're never going to get better. We're never going to be able to achieve the things we want to achieve. So just try it. Okay, if it doesn't work one way, do another one. The important thing is, okay, set the limitations you want okay for example in meditation dear god keep me safe as i go into this meditation if i leave my body allow, allow me to be connected by a silver thread that's so strong it cannot be ripped cannot be torn long enough to go around the world four times a hundred times okay allow me to hear a sound that is of danger so that i can come out of my meditation allow if the phone rings and it's important allow me to hear it otherwise i don't want to hear it Dear God, I want this meditation to be with my guides and loved ones that come of the higher levels of the white light, but I only want it to last 20 minutes. Check your watch before, check your watch after, okay? You'll see it's 20 minutes, mm -hmm. okay? So <laughs> if you try these things and you, a couple of times, and you start to see things starting to develop, then you know that you're on the right track. Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's, that's basically what you have to do. It, it's just so simple. Yes. Okay, you know, I, I hope I'm not hurting your business by telling you, telling people who listen to you that it's that simple. We yeah. always need guidance. There's no oh, two ways about it. No, that's the whole point. It's like, I, I literally speak in very simple terms. It's five steps. I keep it very simple. I talk about it 
all the time that it is supposed to be simple and everybody tries to make it complicated when I give out a free guide and you can sign up for, for the free guide, even in the description of the show. And people are like, what? It's not 18 pages. It's not a book on how to do this. I was like, no, it's five steps. Like, just do it. <laughs> That's life is supposed to be easy, effortless and enjoyable. Yes, do it. <laughs> I used to teach a course that was 16 weeks. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had to take the course in order to do it. Halfway through the course, I'm teaching the teacher, okay? But the, the thing is, okay, is out of there, I think there's about a dozen people who continued on a spiritual path. Mm -hmm. One who is the largest known psychic in the Spanish-speaking world. Mm. And that, to me, it makes me so proud, okay, that he made it that he's helping people at that level. Mm -hmm. I'm so proud of him. Mm -hmm. But I remember one night when I was officiating, a guy comes up to me and says, um, do you know who Harley is? I said, yeah, I think so. But sometimes I'm not sure. So it's me. He's, you don't remember me? I was in your class. You're the one who opened me up to spiritualism. And tonight I'm actually working the platform with you. I was, oh, my heart was just, ah. Oh. Mm -hmm. So that's what it's about. You know, mm -hmm. sharing and helping people, you're you're doing it right. I mean, I not that I'm you know better than you and telling you that what's right and what's wrong, but you know, it's just it's just so fulfilling. You you can't help but just keep going on. For sure. And I'm going on and on and on. I know I do. I have, no. I have a tendency to do so. I love your, I love what you have had to share. Thank you so much for your time and your energy. And for those who are listening and who want to connect with Harley Monty, you can go to his website, harleymonty.com. It'll be in the description of the show. And also you can connect with him on Facebook. That link will also be in the description of the show. So thank you so much, Harley, for coming on and sharing your wisdom and your knowledge and your energy with us. Big hug. Yay! <laughs> All right. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into this episode. For more information about the guest and how to listen to your divine guidance, please click on the episode description. So much love to you. See you soon. Thank you.